Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Wonderful. Happy New Year. Well, happy, thank happy. You. Thank you. 2018 you. is here with uh, vengeance, with the cold and a little bit of snow that oh, we're getting. Bitter cold. How was your trip here today? Was it? Um, it was a little dicey. Yeah. It's yeah. slippery. There. How were, was the turnpike? 81 was fine. I, I wasn't on the turnpike. Oh, you didn't I go the turnpike. Started. I. The reason I'm late is because I went to the. Um, music branch of Fidelity Bank. I yeah. met with one of the bankers there, and it was at um, eleven thirty. Was the appointment? Yeah. And um, it was the, the snow was still snowing quite heavily, and uh, the driving was a little bit slick. But the weird part about it was, uh, we went between forty and fifty miles an hour, so it was just crazy. And by the time I left there, about, what was it, 20 minutes ago, um, it stopped and everything was wet. So if you were driving around this morning, it was not a good thing. Well, because Greenridge Street was horrible on the way. And that's usually clear, but it was slippery and yucky. So just please uh, watch yourself. Be safe out there, guys. Please. Um, Not that it will matter. I guess on Saturday it won't won't be, but it will be cold. Bitter cold. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So, how was your holiday? My holiday was very nice. Um, we did absolutely nothing on New Year's Eve, um, and I liked that. It was very nice. Um, I don't even think we made it. Yeah, we did make it till midnight and watch the ball drop, but... Whatever. That it's just anticlimactic to me at this point. Pat and I both said that in years past we used to go with some friends to Glen Oak Country Club. Yeah. For that event and, and I loved it because the food was exceptional. Um, the band that they had there, the, it was just great. It was a lot of fun. And everybody left before one o'clock and got home and it's great. But uh, it was, again, it was so cold. I just didn't even want to go anywhere. No. I, I just wanted to stay home. And so I didn't make any New Year's resolutions. I, I don't do that anymore because it's a total waste of time. I never follow through. No. <clears throat> yeah. No. So we just don't even bother. But so what? That, you don't have to do it at the New Year anyway. You can always resolve to do something anytime. That's right. So have to you don't have then. to do like everybody else. Be different. Do it on in like March seventeenth or something. Yeah. Um, and you did hear what Lynn said earlier, so we have to say this to Jake because Lynn said she the reason she was late. And Jake said, uh, you, you, "When are you guys going to start?" I said, "When Lynn gets here." He said, "Well, it's kind of funny that you're the first one here." 
Not of Kathy and Nisha. Kathy and Nisha were here. But Lynn was late and I was on time. So maybe we're reversing, Jake. I'm going to be the one on time these days and Lynn will be late. There you go. He gave me the thumbs up. Wow, wow, wow. So, yeah, well, we sat in our... um, um, in chairs on New Year's Eve, <laughs> comfortable chairs in my family room with blankets, and we ordered Chinese food. Really? Yes, on New Year's Eve. Where did she get the Chinese food from? Sunny's. Oh, okay. And it was so nice. It was comfortable. We did stay up till till about twelve thirty till yeah. the ball dropped. Yeah. And um, but it was so nice because it was just comfortable and warm and you it just i loved it i loved well, it pat asked me if if what you two were doing and i said well usually what you do if i recall this is that you go to the fireworks yes thing. <clears throat> in our pajamas in your pajamas yes. yes up on the top floor of the parking garage yep. and watch it but i said i don't think they're well they canceled the fireworks uh, we would have yes. been there but really they, in this uh, cold uh, weather you it, were, yes it? absolutely one wow. year we picked up my nana yes and she probably was, it probably was the, she she was 92 when she passed and she died in 2008. So probably was the beginning of 2008. So 10 years ago. And she, we picked her up at 1130. She was all bundled. She comes up, we're in, I'm in my, my Meyer wasn't, but I'm in my, you know, nightgown and robe and everything with the big coat and a hat and scarf. You know, who cares? We're staying in the car. Yeah. And we picked her up and she came with us and we went to the top of the Adams Plaza parking garage mm-hmm. and there were three other cars and it was the perfect place. We just pulled up there and parked and watched the fireworks and it was, we got hot chocolate and we sat in the car with my grandmother and she loved it. She yeah. loved it. That's great. <clears throat> so, but we've been doing it anytime since they've had, of course, with first night, I chaired first night two years. Yeah. Um, and I was saying the year that Bernie Mayapolsky and I chaired it, I think it was the start of 2003, and um, it was 55 degrees on New Year's Eve that night. It oh. was the perfect, perfect <laughs> night to, wow. to be there and to be out, and it was packed downtown. Yeah. Packed. So, I yeah, it was think. a lot of, lot of fun. Well, I don't think there were too many people out. No, it was too cold. Year. Well, but you never know. There are a lot of diehard people that will go They'll out. They'll go out and, regardless. Yeah. I know, but it was cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so other than that, did you make any resolutions? I resolved to be here on time and you late, <laughs> and I, I lived up to it this week. So well, far. I resolved to be late. So Actually, I, I, I wasn't it. on time, but I wasn't that late. But um, yes, no, no, I don't do, I don't, okay. no. All right. Lynn, when you leave a, lead a clean life, you know, no, you please, just you sound like you know who. <laughs> Girls, yes. you're not laughing. No. <laughs> come on. Patrick always says something. I ask him, how come he can fall asleep in such a heartbeat? Well, you know, when you lead a pure life, you don't have anything on True. your mind. And you just True. fall right to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's my dad. That's because you're, when they're retired, they don't have anything exactly. to worry about. That's exactly what it is. And they're men. Yep. It's easier for them. As, as one client of mine who's a guy said, Lynn, you have to remember, men are not deep. Okay. Yeah. So, true. So, Very true. You know, things that women worry about. We exactly. That is the truth. <laughs> I said, though. All right. I got that lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, did you do anything the New Year's Day part of it, or did you I just did, hang out again? I did some things that I really wanted to do on New Year's Day. I made a big bowl of chili 
that I absolutely loved, and we had some more of it last night. And I hadn't done that in a long time, and it was sensational. And I also made some lentil soup with some ham and stuff, and it was really good. Well, I did a putnesca sauce. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. Good. Because that's what you do when you have time to stay home. Right. <laughs> do you put olives in your I food? do. You know what I do, though, Kathy? I use, and this is cheap, but I love it. I buy Wegmans Fra Diablo sauce in yes. the jar. It's, it's delicious. Just got a little bit of a kick, but not bad. Mm-hmm. So I use that, and then I doctor that up: olive oil, salt, pepper, some cheese, little, you know. Then I, in a in a little chopper that I have, I do black and green olives, not kalamata, but black mm-hmm. and green. Um, long hot Mancini long hots that come in the jar, and re- and green onion. And I put them in there and I mix that till it's pasty. And then I take the paste and add it to the sauce. And then I put a little more cheese and let it cook. And then at the end, I throw in some capers. That sounds delicious. It's really good. And the paste kind of just blend. I did not have, usually I put a little anchovy paste, but I didn't Mm -hmm. have any. I thought I did and I didn't. So I missed that part of it, but it was... And, oh, and I got what I did with the garlic. I put the garlic in the olive oil before I put the sauce in and let it get um, browned. And then I added the garlic to the mixture and then Excuse make, made me, the paste. Excuse me, is this a cooking show? Or yeah. doing <laughs> I know, but it was so good. It was Sounds great. so good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> so we'll, we'll go on about that. But, yeah, um, okay. yes, it was delicious. All right. I have one thing I wanted to share with everybody this morning because I thought it was pretty appropriate given what we all know about how much undervalued we are as women. This thing is called A Day Without a Woman, The Economic Costs. So um, this is the way it works. Women account for $7.6 of the gross domestic product of the United States. And if all paid women workers in the country took just one day off, the economy would hit a a close would take a hit of close to 21 billion dollars the um center for of american progress points out that this figure may not be an ideal metric for gauging the impact since it doesn't take into account for the unpaid work women do however it also doesn't account for the fact that women also dominate some of the lower paid professions such as teachers and social workers but here's a look at the role women play in the economy as a whole according to the 2015 american community survey 47.4 percent of the year's labor force comprised of women 16 years and older Census data shows over 69 million women were employed that year, making 46.8% of the total employed workers in the economy. Education and health services employ most number of women as a category, with all 36 of the employed women working in that industry. Retail comes next, employing 13% of women workers, followed by professional and business services. Earnings. Uh, shows that in 2015, women with full-time employment had median earnings of $40,000. For every dollar that a man earned on average, a woman made 81 cents. And I can't believe that is still the case. Because I thought we were supposed to be, you know, 78 cents um, 10 years, 15 years ago. That's as far as we've come in 15 years, three cents more. 
Women who worked more than 35 hours in a week all year round got median weekly pay of $726. Those working part-time made up a quarter of all salaried females, female workers with a median weekly earnings of $251. I don't even know how you live on that. On the flip side, mothers are increasingly the primary breadwinners. Last year, an analysis by this group pointed out that in 2015, 42% of mothers in the country were the sole or primary breadwinners for their family. In addition, 22% were co-breadwinners, bringing back anywhere between a quarter to a half of the family's income. So anyway, then it goes on and on about this. Um, but I think that was interesting that a day without women working had such a huge impact for one day. And yet, it doesn't take into account all the unpaid work that we do, like caregiving, babysitting, um, food shopping, you go through the list. Um, if you add all that stuff in, it, it just amazes me how much uh, we work and how much we're worth. People don't know that. And I think about Sweden, which is a country that has acknowledged the fact that women um, and their earnings do account for something more than just a thank you. They give them the kind of um, social security benefits that we get, and they give them credit for the years that they're they raising take off. children. I know yes. it's amazing. Wow. Raising children and caregiving. You know, really, that's the Swedes. That's the reason I drive a Volvo. Oh, <laughs> really, because they're you. doing something right. You know, all yeah. these other damn countries. And come on, Wait, Den. No, it's Denmark is the happiest country in the world. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Eighty-eight like percent of the, people claim to be happy there. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. Yeah. I would like to be happy. I I mean... Don't worry. Well, I'm happy, but... Be happy. You know, when I lived in Europe... What really made me so happy was there were not that many choices for everything. Like you went to the grocery store and there was just three kinds of yogurt. So <laughs> yeah. you didn't have to make all those decisions right. every day. Let's see, I love How all long those. were you there? A year. Where? Oh, I lived in London. And then when I was in law school... Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I had a... When I was in law school, I had a boyfriend who lived in Switzerland. Oh, and so cool. I used to go there a lot. And there's like... There was a lot of different kinds of cheese. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. But there was like, if you wanted steak, there was only one kind of steak I that day. It. I love yeah. it. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn's show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And my name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of Women of Substance, LLC. It's a new financial planning firm I just started. And I'm also the host of a talk show podcast called Power of the Purse. And we are here. We have two guest experts today. One starting with our first guest expert is Miss Nisha Aurora, who is general counsel for ERA One Source Realty. ERA has about 100 agents in 10 counties with seven offices. Yeah. And Nisha's here, baby. Hi. Hi. Hi, Nisha. Happy How New Year, doing? everybody. Happy New Year Thanks. to you. I'm doing well. Um, I just finished telling everyone that I'm getting wrinkles already uh -huh. in 2018. But 
by whom did you say? <laughs> the Queen. The Queen. Uh-huh. Nisha said, I'll okay, go first, mother. Kathy Reppard, because the Queen is summoning me to come back to the castle. Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. There you go. At least the office looks nice. Now we could call it the castle. Because before it, it was the it dungeon. Does. It looks beautiful. <laughs> I have to go and see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes. Really I've pretty. not seen it. Come in, visit uh, us. Six or eight months, mm-hmm. maybe longer. How is the queen, by the way? The queen is doing fantastic. She has now. a new grandson, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure anyone, well, people, who, if you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Sunita Aurora. Uh-huh. So she's a very avid Facebook poster. Yes, and I um, see so, the baby. He mm-hmm. is so cute. I love his really name. really cute. Aiden. Aiden, I love Aiden it. James Aurora, the most Indian name you've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she is Irish, his mother, right? Yes, there his mother go. is Irish. My mom says she has the United Nations it's of significant right. others now. That's okay. Um, yeah, he's he's a little tiny peanut. He was uh, very small when he was born. Oh, was he's, he? Mm-hmm, he was just about a little over five pounds. Okay. Um, so he's a couple weeks early. So he's gaining weight. Good. Um, is he okay? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah everything's good, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. And his older sister is um, just hitting her terrible twos, which Ooh. is going to be fun for my brother. I can't wait. <laughs> he tortured us. Na, 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 na. There you go. She has. <laughs> sometimes when I see her, like my little brother is five years younger than Mimi's or his children. So I remember him his when he was a baby. I remember it really vividly. And when I look at her, I see him uh-huh. with her curls and everything. And I look at him and I go, you're in so much trouble. Yeah. You're in so much trouble. So the other day, this is totally not real estate related, but it's a funny story. She... Um, her her mom, my sister-in-law Maggie, was baking cookies. Now, okay, I don't know why this woman thought she needed to bake cookies for Christmas after just giving birth to a baby and having <laughs> two kids her. under, like, two a two-year-old and an infant at that uh-huh. point. But Maggie's making her Christmas cookies, which are delicious and gourmet and spectacular. And Corinne thought it was really funny to take the butter off the counter. So she's walking around with Ugh. two sticks of butter, one in each hand, that are slowly dripping and melting <gasps> everywhere and running through the house screaming... Uh- <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Wow. <laughs> really excited to have gotten a hold of this butter. Oh. She wouldn't listen to her mom, who is holding a baby and trying to bake cookies at the same time. <laughs> she somehow ends up FaceTiming my brother, who is then yelling at his daughter through FaceTime to put the butter down. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> so can you imagine I my brother it. in his scrubs? Uh, in, in a, he, do yeah, his he, job. he's operating on someone yeah. with a nurse holding the phone, saying, "Corinne, put, put the, the butter, butter down." down. <laughs> Drop, drop the chalupa. <laughs> oh, my God. Leave the kid, drop funny. the gun. Yeah. Leave the kid, take the gun. Jeez. Leave the kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, did she get, like, did it find, what did she finally do? Like, put it back in the in the. Well, she makes or? this face when you tell her no, and yeah. it's exactly the same face he used to make, where, like, her whole face pinches up, and she sort of scowls at you, like, how dare you tell me uh-huh. I can't do this? So that was the face, and then there was, like, a meltdown, and then she recovered. And, of course, your mother said, oh, that's no big deal. Goes, Why don't you just, just let her have the butter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just let her smear it all over the you know, house. There's an Indian god, Lord Krishna, that he loved butter, and she looks like that. There would have been a whole story. Oh you should, it, was, it was a sign of us, an auspicious sign. You should have just let her have the butter. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> butter! That's, that's the worst thing. Could you child. imagine... How oily and see, oh, oh, and did you even gosh. when you touch it and you try to wash your hands it doesn't up, come it's off. And there, there yeah. she is squeezing. Oh. I bet her butter. hands were nice and soft though afterwards. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh.
congratulations to the Aurora fan the addition to that little bundle of joy. Yeah, we had a really fun Christmas because there hasn't been a little kid around you in, know, a long in a while. Time. Yeah, Other than dogs. Mm -hmm. You celebrate Christmas, right? Yep, we okay. do. We always have. Okay. Even, well... We sort of knew about Santa really early on because my dad was on call and forgot to put the presents out one year. Oh. Um, so he told us that Santa got lost and left oh, them upstairs. God. <laughs> oh. That's funny. <laughs> we looked at him like, no, that's not true. <laughs> so what's happening over there? At, uh... So we have a lot of exciting things happening. Um, we had, I think I told everyone last month that we have two new agents who've come on board. Kate Day, um, who actually is in charge of student housing for Penn State, Worthington, and um, the Wilkes-Barre campus, too. Um, she's a realtor, and she's come on board with ERA out of the Clark Summit office. Um, so you can look for her on Facebook. And then we have, um, Kate was already an agent at another company, and she moved over. Um, and then we have a new agent, a newly licensed agent, um, Janine Westfield, who joined also. So they are all trained up and ready to go and learning all about ERA products. Um, and Janine has an organizing company, actually, too. So if you need some... Um, house organizing or have some spring cleaning resolutions. She can help you with that. It's OCD cleaning. Um, no, OCD, I forget what the last part I is. I love it. Yeah, it stands for Organization, Cleaning, and Design, um, which uh -huh. I thought was pretty cool. Wow. So they're both going to be working out of our Clark Summit office. And um, what else do we have going on? We are currently looking for listings. Like we say every winter, winter is a really great time to list your house because you're not competing with the influx of summer listings. And there are actually a ton of people from out of town who are trying to move back or mm -hmm. looking for houses. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're always. sort of just like, they always have their feelers out, especially after they come home for the holidays. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, their parents live here and maybe they're, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit probably my age with families and everything and they just come home and realize that is this is like a great place to live and then they want their dream house so if you think you have a dream house that you would like to list with us give me a call because we have people looking to buy their dream house mm -hmm. okay of course you do yeah a lot actually and listing inventory is still low across um, both Lackawanna and Luzerne County. So it really is a good time. Buyers or sellers are getting good prices for their properties right now. Yeah, it's been getting better with the with the um, appraised value, right? It's mm -hmm. coming back up yeah. where it should be. And the Fed increase in the interest rate didn't really affect things. Like mm -hmm. loans are still going out at four and a quarter. I think they one of the lenders told me he locked a four a couple days ago. So we're not really looking at that big impending doom that we thought mm -hmm. was going to happen with right. interest rates. Um, so still a great time to be a buyer or a seller. And let's see, in company-wise, we're doing a big corporate relaunch and rebranding um, thing with uh, ERA Corporate. So we have some like really big wigs coming from New Jersey where uh, ERG, ERA's corporate offices are um, to come help relaunch our name and brand in the marketplace. So we're kind of, you know, redesigning, re-innovating, um, just, you know, getting and hip re -upping again. re-upping your 
things that we've talked about in the past, the mm-hmm. stuff that you never really pushed that yeah. kind of went by the wayside, which yeah. is actually a really good thing to know when you're listing about if you don't yeah. sell it, different you options. buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we're the only company that's able to <clears throat> offer that. It's the SSP program, the Seller Security Plan. And then there's also... Um, Direct sell, I think it's called, uh, where you can get an offer the same day if you list your house with ERA. Um, so you can get an offer from corporate um, for 80% of the appraised value, I think is normally what they do. Something like that. They should call the queen for details. This is her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Niche, do, this is our specialty. Do you still see a lot of uh, seller assist happening? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is that uh, more than mm-hmm. the average, than more normal than not these days? Or um, you, do you know, think some people still don't know what it means. I think some people still don't know what it means, and I think that that buyers and sellers sort of get caught up in it, and they don't really understand the implications on both ends. But it's a really valuable tool. And say you want to net $100,000 for your house, you could sell it at $106,000 with the $6,000 seller assist uh-huh. and you still net your $100,000. Um, and, you know, tax ramifications are minimal on either end. Yeah, um, and, you, don't pay the, yeah. and you don't pay the commission on the mm-hmm. seller assist. So nope. even though the house sells for more, you assist the buyer. The seller allows the, the up to 6% mm-hmm. of, the, of the Excel price yep. to go towards the seller's Closing costs. The buyer's Buyer, closing costs. Excuse cost, me, buyer's yeah. closing costs. And, and it works out for both because a lot of times they don't have the money. Right. And that's a way to sell your house as long as then it comes in with the appraised value, mm-hmm. you're fine. Yep. It's and a nice feature. Appraisals are coming back. I mean, I don't think we've had any appraisals come in too low in quite a while. Um, and like, remember that to be an educated consumer if you are a buyer or seller and you can contest appraisals Mm -hmm. you can shop around for mortgages um there's lots of fees that sometimes just get thrown at you that you should question um you know be your own advocate and ask questions and you should hire a realtor who can answer these questions or at least help you guide help guide you through the process someone who can yeah and then nisha also what's important too i think people should look at is there's uh, all these other options the va and the the fha stuff and i think you know it might be a really neat idea for you going forward in this year is to to have let's talk about some of these specific things and educate people on what they are like the seller assist that we Mm -hmm. just briefly spoke about about all the types of lending, what the snags can be. That might be ways for us, you, to make a little bit of a different impact this year if we talk about things that maybe the average person doesn't really know sure. what to do about That's mortgages, how it affects your credit if you go to a couple, if you're shopping around, those kind of things. Yeah, because it does affect your credit yeah. when you shop around. So we'll we'll and see. You, yeah, because we say, talked about that. On Facebook remember? all the time, they have all those promotions for that heap program. Yeah, and I, I looked at it a hundred times. I don't know what it is, but I it always says you know that because of changes in the guidelines, you may now be eligible to participate. Well, I don't even know what the guidelines are in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, I think something like that, like what you're talking about, just to educate people on what those. Uh, they're all acronyms for something, mm-hmm. you know, but let's let's talk about what they are so people can get an idea. Because I'm thinking that people who don't do not know about what all this means may have taken themselves mentally out of out the market. Of the, exactly. And if they now know that there are other options, maybe they, they might could come back to in. do something. Right. Yeah. 
And I mean, we just did a close. I did a closing before Christmas with USDA financing. Yeah. And a local bank, Fidelity Bank, actually. Um, shout out to Carmen Caputo, who always makes the deals oh, happen. Love dog. him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he brokered it out to another lender to be able to do the USDA financing because they don't do USDA loans in house at Fidelity, but they were able to broker out the transaction. Um, and it worked. And USDA is 100% financing. So actually, mm -hmm. all those things. We did the closing and I gave a check to the buyer. Like he got money back. There you go. So So, yeah, that works. So Nisha, we'll talk about that because that might be a good way when we meet with Sunita, we'll do that because that's that's Mm -hmm. kind of a neat strategy. So will you tell everyone how they can get in touch with you guys at ERA? Okay, so um, our corporate office is in Clark Summit and the phone number is 570-587-9999. And you can always reach us via our website at www.era1.com. And um, we are also on Facebook, and you can Facebook message us. There you go. Well, thank you thank very much. You. And thanks for um, staying on as a sponsor this year. We so oh, you appreciate got it. it. We love it. All right, everybody. We will be up next with the lovely Miss Kathy Reppert, who is a cake designer for and, and owner of <laughs> Truly Scrumptious. We'll be right back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am uh, the managing director of Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm that is specifically for uh, the needs, financial needs of baby boomer women. I'm also um, host of a talk show podcast called Power of the Purse, and it's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we are here, as I said before, break with Kathy Reppert. This is Kathy's last time with us. Yes. Um, She is retiring. As we know, we've spoken about many times before. She had her wonderful post on Facebook with her beautiful daughter, Caroline, this week. And Kathy's retiring as of May 18th. So this will be her last hurrah here maybe she'll just come back and join us for the heck of it Kathy. oh i would that. love to um so kathy how are you doing how are you feeling now with these couple months ahead of you um to be in this position now well it's bittersweet yeah. i mean i still no have a few intended. yeah <laughs> cakes, cakes, cakes. i didn't mean it to be i know um Oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Just what you're thinking about going facing down your retirement. Yeah, you said it was bittersweet. Yes. Yeah, it is. Um, because I love the the art side and the creative side of what I used to do. Um, so, But I do have a few events um, in the this spring mm-hmm. So um, that were on the books a long time ago. So I'm... Um, Maintaining those commitments, and uh, on May 26, 2018, that's the last wedding cake that I'll be delivering. And okay. So, uh, but it, it's bittersweet. I, I'm going to take some time off uh, and just what figure. What are you going to do? 
You're going to go away? You're going to get travel? You're going to do something to uh, take a break? I'm going to travel. I'm going to uh, see relatives I haven't seen in a long time. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to read uh, books read, for yay. pleasure, something I haven't done in such a long time. Um, yep. So all the things that you do. But I know it's going to wear... Uh, very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and I definitely want to find a job um, where I'm not the boss and I don't have to make a lot of decisions and maybe 10, 15 hours a week. Um, Doing anything specific and back to accounting work or no, bookkeeping work? No, so no, none of that. No. So just anything. Yeah, I, I have no idea what it is. I've, I've had a few job offers, but they, both of them were in the wedding industry. And, and I don't want to work weekends and I don't want to uh -huh. work evenings. Um, I, I, I don't want to be a part of that industry anymore. So... Um, one of the things I do want to do, you know, I've been a patient at Sloan Kettering for a gazillion years um, because of my, uh, my medical history and ethically they can't really release me as a patient and blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm perfectly healthy, but I still go back there every year for a checkup. They have um, a cancer survivor, basically not, it's not a support group, but they get together once a month. And they do all these fun things in Manhattan. And, oh, cool. and that's something I would love to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I don't think I'd be able to go to every single event, but these are things I, I have not been able to do over the years. And mm -hmm. um, so something along those Maybe lines. Maybe you should look at here, looking at something of, from a volunteer standpoint. Sure. Or, yeah. That may, because sometimes the beauty of volunteering a lot of times ends up in employment hmm. and no one looks at it ever that way. And that's not, I, I don't think you should always look at getting into it for that reason. But sometimes they, people will see qualities in you as a volunteer that they may need or they don't know they need it and then realize you're filling a need for them that hmm. that becomes an employment opportunity. Yeah. So that's other, something. The, the other thing that I will miss is I, I've met so many wonderful people over the years mm -hmm. uh, throughout northeastern Pennsylvania and uh, people who grew up here and they would come come in from time to time for their wedding plans and but they got married here in the area and then go back to you know where they were living. Um, uh, it, it's I've met, like I said, so many incredible people. I know. And some of whom have become my friends. So it's, uh, uh, that's one side of it that I will definitely miss. So. Yeah. How's Caroline adjusting to, to you? Um, she's. the decision. Oh, uh, she's, ha she's, uh, she's happy with it, you know, because now I'm, I'm at home more, I'm more Focused. accessible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, because it's a lot of pressure, Kathy, you know, those yeah. getting that and doing what people expect you to do is hard to, to always live up to that high set bar, you know? Yeah. But that's what Truly Scrumptious was. And when I someone know. bought a Truly Scrumptious it cake, that's what they, it was Truly Scrumptious. It really, <laughs> really, <laughs> but that's yes. what we delivered. Mm -hmm. And, um, what do you think so. was your, um, Two things. What do you think was the most difficult cake for you to make that you were so excited when you actually did it? And what was the cake that you think uh, really just hit everybody as being fabulous? Not necessarily that 
um, the bride thought it would look that good, mm-hmm. but you thought it looked great, and everybody just went nuts about it. So those are two memories. I think you got to... Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, that, Well, that, one of them um, was not even a wedding cake. It was... Um, uh, it was the cake for the Susan G. Komen fashion show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was um, a dress. Yes. With a flat-chested woman. It was all made out of sugar. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it looked like a mannequin. I remember. And uh, that was hands down one of my favorites. And most meaningful probably yes. for you because yes. of your history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it took, oh, I, I don't even know how many hours. Well over 50 hours. How big was the cake? It was about three feet tall. And Kathy always donated to that cause. Once we asked her, it was Mm -hmm. a pure donation to us for that. And what else? Um, I think your bog turtles were fabulous. Oh, that was was one of my favorite cakes. That that was the moment. I'm going to sit only speaking from, I'm not putting, I am putting words in your mouth. But when I called Kathy and said for Sean's graduation, now, Kathy's daughter, Caroline, was on mock trial for Wyoming SEM and Sean for Scranton Prep. And the year Sean graduated in June, that April, Scranton Prep won the state championship, mock trial state championship. And so it was very special to Sean. And it was taught, it was an environmental case, which we've spoken about before on this show, called right. about bog turtles. And I never knew what the heck a bog turtle was. So we slowly got to know everything about bog turtles and what they looked like. And so I said to Kathy when we were doing the figuring out what kind of cake, I don't, we were down at your shop. I don't know if you or Sean or me, I don't know how it came up, but the bog turtle theme came up and I, and what Kathy made with this tiered cake with the Scranton prep like, you know, graduation emblem, sort of. And then the turtles in their, like, a, as, as habitat as you could be with bog turtles. It was absolutely fabulous. Oh, I, that was one and of my favorite And it was so weird cakes. because it's like, how are we going to... And I told you, I still have one of those little fondant turtles in my in my um, break front in my kit, my Aww. dining room. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, and the pictures are fabulous. Oh, thank and you. And of course, it was delicious. And it, it was so much fun to make. Oh, that it was really great. was. That was a great one. Well, and City Hall was cool, too. Yeah. Yeah, for uh, Mayor Courtright. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, the first inauguration. Right. Yeah, that was that was really something. That was a lot of fun. And that was cool. You got a lot of wow about that, too. <laughs> well, any cake, Kathy. I mean, even the time, and this is simple, but for Sean's 18th birthday, we were taking a few kids up to, his friends up to State Street. And so I wanted to get a cake. So we did a flat, tiered, I think it was just two-layer two cake with this big fondant bow on it. <laughs> And it was absolutely beautiful. And I remember taking it when they brought it from the back room to the table with the candles in it. Everybody was, where is that cake from? It was so beautiful. And it was simple. It was a a birthday cake, but it was beautiful. Thank you. And that was one of our signature cakes was the birthday cakes with the bows. Yeah. So... Love no, those are the kind of things that... And um, Kathy's brownies that have crack in them. <laughs> what? And what's how do you special, know that? I'm like, Kathy, what's the special ingredient? 
They are, I, I'm not kidding, her brownies, hands down, are the best. I, I and I don't even like brownies. And yes. I, now, of course, oh my, unbelievable. But so that, I mean, Kathy, it's, it, you know, in saying this, you're, you're, I was just telling, actually, I was just telling Nada, she didn't realize you were, you were retiring. And I told her the other day and she was, you know, sad because she said, you filled a, a, a niche that needed to be filled at that point to oh, thank you. with the type of cakes and what they looked like and just that excitement of that you could do that and have it whatever you could dream up you could oh, pretty much you. make well i had great teachers i tried to take classes from the best teachers and so i would go into new york a lot and i met people from all over the world it was part of such an incredible experience and um, um which one of the teachers did you enjoy the most probably ron ben israel because he was brutal oh wow he told He's me tough. like it was he was tough mm -hmm. and he didn't mince words mm -hmm. and from him you grow and you get better and better and better he did that show on the cooking channel or mm -hmm. the food network right Wow, he was, I mean, just just watching that show, I thought I was afraid of him. I took probably a half dozen classes from him. Wow. And I kept going back. Is he headquartered in, in, in New York Manhattan, City? In Manhattan, okay. yes, in the um, garment district. Okay. He's on the 13th floor. <laughs> Lucky 13. Uh -huh. oh, this one building, his cake studio is amazing. Uh, I can oh, only my gosh. imagine. But he yeah, would talk to us about... Um, we could ask him any question about, especially the business end of cakes. Mm -hmm. And that's really where I learned so much. I mean, aside from having his expertise in learning the different techniques that he would teach at classes, he, he shared so much with classes. So if there's anyone out there who, um, who is interested in this, I would strongly recommend taking a class from him. They're very expensive and they're worth every penny. Because it will come back to you in, in so many different ways. And the, so. what's really neat is how far baking has come, Kathy, when you watch these shows on these food channels and what people are doing and the ingredients and the right. mixing and the chemistry of it all. Is, right. It's amazing to see what people concoct. And right. It, it's the sky's so the limit. Yeah. It really is. It's neat. It's a neat thing. Well, Kathy, we thank you. Oh, thank you We wish both. you and your family the best. Thank you. Of luck in the future and whatever you do. And who knows, if anyone's listening and knows Kathy and you, you, she's, it's something you think, hey, she might be able to work out with us. Let her know. <laughs> Yeah, so and thank let, you. make sure that you come back and tell yeah, us come how back and talk oh, I would love to. reports. We'd love to know what yeah. you're doing. Anytime oh, I would you love to. You could be our heroine us. who says, I gave up a business where I did this and, and I got this. degrees and went to that. <laughs> there you go. That's just so inspiring. It That's really right. is. Oh, thank you. Well, you did that already when you left yeah. the accounting world right. and got into the baking thing. Uh -huh. That's right. a wonderful thing. So what's next will be exciting. Oh, thank you. Thank you for everything. Oh, thank you. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, everyone. And we will see you next week everybody please have a good vacation thanks again for listening and uh what vacation what did i say have a good vacation yes <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'm i need a vacation <laughs> have a good weekend week Thank is you. what i meant right. well, think of it as a vacation oh man i'm losing it anyway we'll see you next week be safe and please be nice bye, bye. this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.